somebody was saying, yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot use my phone now because, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 it's not being charged. And I said, no problem, there is your power bank. And I'm like, wow, you have a power bank with you. So it was like, you know, <laughs> I, I made their day um, with the power uh, bank. How, uh, how but, do you make friends when you're 39? I remember us calling via Skype and somebody was dropping the call and we would have to call again. So the, like the whole setup and the, and the first greetings were like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. We've done a, probably a little too long and too rambly episode last week. But I think yeah, that the topic was really interesting. Topic was very useful. And, and especially the fact, you know, what you all mentioned, you know, how you pack efficiently, how you have all these pouches and how you have everything pre-packed for next trip. Everything. Uh, I mean, it, it goes in line with what we always discuss, the pre-packing, pre-deciding, you know, you know, these ideas uh, that are mm-hmm. the, the paramount ideas for the, for the productivity. And as you mentioned, they're paramount for your productivity on the go or for your ability to be able to be productive and not to worry if you've packed everything. So yeah. um, I think it was great. Uh, I, I wasn't giving that much input because I wanted to listen to exactly how you're doing it because I was very curious. <laughs> and um, and I will see if I can be challenged to to travel, for example, to our next, next Nosby reunion only with a backpack. Uh, we'll see about that. I would, I would totally challenge you to do it. Yeah. yeah. So let's see how this goes. And um, and uh, and just a follow up to this episode, I want to um, follow up with a few things that I have in my backpack and which apparently you haven't said that you had. So mm-hmm. so the thing is, uh, I will show it on video uh, to everything who everybody who's been doing. This is a small pouch of stuff um, I have for my iPad every time like in my iPad back. So it's a small thing. I always have it on me. And uh, why is that? Because over, over there, I have, as you also mentioned, retractable cables, which are very useful. So, for example, lightning and whatever. What I have, additionally, is I have a USB pen drive, just as you mentioned, but I have a USB pen drive, which is lightning and USB. So, ah. so this way, for example, and it was very cool. My, um, mm. my brother, for example, he sent me, he, he copied something to my USB drive, and I could uh, play it on the iPhone or on the iPad. You know, to 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 see what you know, like he 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 made a video, he copied it, the video to to a USB, and then I could play it and watch it on the on the on the iPad, which was very. Useful. If only we had USB C on iOS. Yes, this would be, that like would be the, pretty the, great. Pretty great. Yes. So this is very useful for me, and. Additionally, I have two dongles, which I always take. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the dongle to HDMI, Lightning mm-hmm. HDMI, and Lightning VGA. Ah, yes. I have both of them because you never know if you want to hook up to a projector and you never know if they have an old projector with a VGA, which is still the case in many hotels and many places and many conference rooms. Um, I wish they all had Apple TVs and I could just stream it and it would be just beautiful. It would be wireless, but this is not the case. And very often... Yeah, when you're presenting, you don't want to rely on wireless technology. Exactly. In a, in a um, big room full of nerds, don't trust wireless. Steve yeah. Jobs once trusted wireless. 
it didn't work. Especially with us Arthur will, will, will link, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, and, and usually I'm among nerds because I'm a nerd myself. So, um, good point there. And also, uh, yes. what I found myself is, is, is very often I would visit like relatives and I, want, I would want to show them something, some a video or, or, or a couple of photos uh, from my iPhone. And because I have my iPad bag on me, uh, I mean, almost everywhere where I travel, I have this uh, uh, HDMI lightning dongle. So very often what I do is I just plug into their HDMI cable uh, to their TV, and this way I can show them stuff. So it's very, uh, very useful. So these dongles really uh, are important. And also I have, as you also mentioned, uh, a very nice power bank. And I have power bank already with the small uh, USB lightning cable, like with the shortest one there is uh, from Amazon, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, so this way uh, I have the power bank. And um, recently when I was uh, on, a, on, a, on a meeting with some uh, parents, because uh, I'm a parent committee at the school, uh, somebody was saying, yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot use my phone now because, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 it's not being charged. And I said, no problem, there is your power bank. And I'm like, wow, you have a power bank with you. So it was like, you know, <laughs> I, I made their day um, with the power uh, bank. How, uh, how but, do you make friends when you're 39? Exactly. And, 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 my, and, I, and, and, and another friend I made was another person. And then I gave them the retractable you know, USB uh, <laughs> uh, uh, lightning cable. They were like, whoa. Like their mind was literally blown where they saw the retractable cable. No, you're... you're- I'm I'm not even surprised because I I went through that. I guess no one was really surprised about it with me. I guess that's what people expect. But yeah. uh, one friend uh, realized that this is something she she needs, and she got one of those uh, USB micro USB retractable uh, cables. And and she tells me that you know it it attracts attention of other friends. They're like, what is that? Like. They're they're impressed with the technology. And it's like it's just a retractable cable. <laughs> yeah, that's all there is. Yeah, exactly. So we can really blow people's minds like that. Um, and I also have uh, um, uh, this is important. I have a a very small tripod and mm. a very small like kind of tripod thingy, so I can put the yeah, phone yeah, yeah. there. So the, the, the phone holder. The phone holder, yes. So it's it, it's all very small. Like the, the tripod is really very, very, very tiny. It's in here. It's very small. Um, and mm-hmm. the cool thing that I I find myself using it quite a lot. Like if I want to, you know, show something, I want to record uh, like a small video, or I want to take a picture, you know, with somebody uh, in it. So um, so these things I are pretty useful. So uh, and again, this yeah. pouch goes always with me in my iPad bag, and um, and that's why I don't have to even worry. Like if I have these things. Yeah, those sound pretty pretty useful. For me, they are um, they're not necessary. That that's why mm-hmm. I I don't have them. I I probably like, the next time I, I'm going to be public speaking, I probably will get the lightning to HDMI or whatever uh, adapter yep. because uh, running uh, uh, running presentations from from iPad is is pretty cool, especially that no one expects it and they're like. Whoa! I didn't think you can do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I don't need it, and it's just like for me, it sounds like things that take up too much space. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I totally appreciate it. I think I already mentioned on the show, right? The the, the story where I where I did the presentation in Japan or from the iPad. 
I think you did, but I think you did it a long time ago. So, so there is this thing that I was in Japan in Apple Store in uh, in Ginza Apple Store, a very beautiful big Apple Store, and they have an auditorium for eighty people, and it was packed with all NOSB, with with some of NOSB users from Japan, and the best part was I was running the presentation from the iPad mm-hmm. connected to the with Lightning port, and the iPad was dialed in through Skype with our person from customer support in Japanese. Oh, yeah. And the iPad was connected with with audio jack to the to their audio, so the iPad was running the presentation and Skype, and she was listening to me speaking, and she was translating it, um, yeah. you know, uh, in real time for the Japanese users uh, to Japanese. So the iPad was running the whole thing, the whole show, and uh, and it wasn't an iPad Pro; it was an old, um, you know, iPad Air or iPad Air two. I don't remember, but no, it was wait, a- that was that was twenty twelve, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was uh, no. It was later. It was twelve twenty fourteen. Ah, okay. I, I thought that was earlier. No, 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 no. It was my. It was my. It was when I was on with my wife on the on the trip to Japan, and uh, we. She allowed me one public appearance and and work related <laughs> stuff. So this is what we did. We did uh, the Ginza Apple Store uh, presentation, which was very cool. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, um, this is for packing. So um, uh. Yeah, um, for for me that's it. Uh, but you uh, mentioned one thing that like the change of mindset, uh, uh, which we haven't gotten to uh, in the last in the last show. That when you travel so much and you become a nomad, what happens? What happens? Well, hmm. uh, it's it's freeing. It's interesting because you you don't feel like you're stuck to to this one place like every other place is is the same mm-hmm. well maybe not, not not really right um i i just have with me anything i can pack into a backpack which is not that much but it's enough for a week it's enough for for two weeks of of travel even so uh so when i i feel like being in a in a different city, uh, I can, and it's it's fun, and especially I guess um, when you're not you know old like you, but you're young like me, then you want to explore. You want to explore the world, and you want to see uh, what it's like in in different places. Like I'm from a relatively small city, and and I like it. I like it a lot, and I can live here because I work remotely. And it, it doesn't. I don't have to be in a big city to have an interesting job. Uh, but still, uh, who knows what the future brings? Who knows what I will want in the the future? Whether I, I want to stay here uh, forever, whether I want to move to a different city, to a different country. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But in order to figure out, it's it's worth it to to travel, to be in lots of different different places. Uh, and and get a feel of them, and not just during like really rare short travels, which are very different from regular life. When you know you're you're just there to um, to do sightseeing and to relax and have fun. When it's different when it's a vacation, but when it feels like just another week, just better, different, mm-hmm. different city. Uh, then you can really get a, a better feel of what it's like to live in the, in this city or you know this country 
uh, and and that that just opens sort of new new possibilities because you can actually spend a good chunk of the year living somewhere else even though you really live in just one place right and and get a better feel of different places and maybe that that helps or maybe it doesn't who knows to to figure out what what uh what you want to do in life where you want to live in later in life who knows um also it's fun when you know, it's it's a common pattern how you you make um, you make good friends in high school, and then you often go study somewhere else, or they go study somewhere else, and they never return, right? And they were friends once, and then they disappear, or then it often happens right. again for people, right? You study in some place, and you make best friends, but just for a couple of years, and then they disappear from your life. And often never come back because they go their own way, and I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe that's normal. Maybe that's the way things should be. Um, maybe uh, that's the natural cycle of life. But for me, that that feels really cool when I when there's there's people uh, I care about that I've um, I made friends with before that are from my city and then spread out over the country or people I I I meet you know friends I make. Uh, on the internet, uh, on on conferences, on meetups, you know, people who do similar things to what I do, uh, like-minded people, and they're all, they don't all live in the same place. Like to me, that's that's the old mindset. That's the mindset of of Silicon Valley, which is so so um, modern and so future thinking. But you have to be in a twenty mile radius from your VC. To me, that's strange. To me, what feels much more natural is that. Yeah, different people decided to live in, uh, or just happen to live in, in different cities, and they're spread out over, uh, you know, many of them in a radius of a couple of hundred kilometers. And anytime I feel like being in that city and spending a, a week, you know, living, uh, sleeping on their couch, uh, I can. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's really that's really goddamn fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I I think I think I mean your point about um, you being so so young and me being so old is also uh, very legitimate. I mean, um, it's it's good that you can. I mean, it's 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 good really to be able to check things out, as you said, to to see mm-hmm. how how different places are. Like for me, when I was um, uh, when I was studying and I was going to Erasmus, you know, to study for a year somewhere, like you become a person who lives there. You know, there is no other thing. Like you, you, it's it's not like you're just visiting Spain and you think, you know, oh, Spain is so good. You have these rosy uh, glasses and everything is perfect. And my co- my country is, st- uh, you know, is is shit. And Spain is so great. It's the best. But then you live there and you're like, hmm, not everything is that rosy. Like I, these are different annoyances that happen here. Well, we have similar annoyances, but in a different scale or, or different in different types of. So so it's good. To know that, and and also and also, if you want to like in, in Poland, like just in one country, like just you want to, you want to explore different cities. You want to see, you want to get to know them. You know, get to know how how you feel uh, living there. Um, I like it. I I think it's a it's a good practice that you're doing, and uh, and uh, you know, and especially you know, as, as as you said, we are you're taking advantage also uh, of the fact that you know our people and our team are spread across Poland. Oh yeah. 
and and you know like one one day you're like in in Rafa's place and then um uh, uh, so someday you're you're Martin's place and and, yeah, and then, then his daughter gets sick and <laughs> that's so that that's really funny when uh, when we have the morning scrum meeting at 10 a.m. and um not everyone not all of the time but but often people sort of turn on uh, their 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 camera and it's funny when I, I don't announce that I'm going to some city and I just appear next to Rafa or next to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, and uh, m- my point about uh, maybe it, it uh, uh, sort of not being the, the natural cycle of life is, is, is that it's, it's, it's new, it's, it's rare. Like very, very few people have had the opportunity to to do it to to live like that uh, like mm-hmm. this is only allowed by the fact that i get to work remotely which is a which is a really a new concept well not really people have been working remotely since 70s and 80s but on a tiny yeah. scale right and not only now it's becoming a reality that more and more but still still not many people are realizing that you can work like that and if you can work like that that like one of the most interesting things is that it creates sort of lifestyle opportunities like this. But but before, like people couldn't couldn't do it. Um, going to study somewhere, like all of that was a, a leap of faith. And mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's healthy. Like who knows? Like I I, just, I I don't know because I don't I don't have historical um, comparison because yeah. very few, few people had the opportunity to. To, to do it in, in the past. Usually it's like, it's you don't evolve your life like that. You take big leaps and often like it's a leap of faith. Like you decide, I'll go study in that city and you sort of, you know, disconnect after high school from from your parents and your family and you go to a, mm-hmm. a different city to study there. You meet new friends and then you decide, you know, this is not enough for me. I want to uh, get a better job. So I have to move to a, a bigger city to have the opportunities. And it's a leap of faith and you have no idea what, what, what comes after. And, and who knows, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe that's natural. Maybe uh, that's good. Maybe, uh, I'm, I'm sure it has some advantages because it's, it's a reset, right? And you get to break all of your assumptions and start from scratch. Uh, but it's also really disruptive. And sometimes the leap of faith doesn't work. And so it's really interesting for me to be able to live like that, that I, I hold the same job for, for five or six years now because I enjoy it, even though a lot of things change in, in my life and who knows how my life continues to, to change. And I get to explore different cities and countries and uh, sometimes to go to conferences and sometimes just because, uh, and, and that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's really unusual, like, that there's no there's no comparison for me yeah but uh, once you start traveling and once you start getting to know things outside of your comfort zone outside of, of the comfort of your home or hometown um you're a changed person forever uh, yes. and uh, i see that like i i've seen that you know again when i was studying an, as an exchange student i saw the different mindset of people who were traveling and who who were on exchange program or or who were local students who who before that went on exchange program they like it was completely different people than than than, than people who wouldn't who would never travel and yeah and it's it's so true so so it was a big comparison 
Mm-hmm. So uh, I I noticed it so many times uh, just, just talking to people how uh, often like it, it's uh, it's it's almost a, a stereotype for for Poles to complain and to complain how bad oh, yes. things are in in Poland and it like over time like even though I I totally uh, succumb to this stereotype because I, I'm a questioner I like com- to complain about everything. Um, it, it, it's different because I, I, I have some comparison. I've, I haven't properly lived outside Poland, but I, I've seen many places. I've seen many countries. Um, and it, it sounds infuriating what people say because it, it's like, it's obvious for me that some things they're saying are, are not true. Like they don't, they don't have comparison. They don't really know. They have an idea in their head that they built by following whatever they, whatever filter bubble they happen to find themselves in on Facebook, whatever they might watch on TV or here in uh, radio and then uh, whatever older people do uh, get their information from, and 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 think that. Uh, uh, you know, this is better here. Things are so so bad uh, uh, here or some other place, and and oftentimes it's just obvious for me that it's not true. And having raw data doesn't affect people on an emotional level enough. But when you when you know some facts because you you read stuff and not just listen to whatever is on TV, but then you are in different places and 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 you see the the differences that then you know that some of that is is not true that it's not so bad here uh that it's not really bad at all except for a few things that are totally broken and yes. that it's not so rosy there and exactly uh, and often in like conversations about about politics let's not go into details of course but 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 like you you hear arguments like in this country this in this country that and and you know that it's not true mm-hmm. and yes. they they only have an idea of different places yeah i have this person in my family that uh has uh, has never traveled and and but they watch all the news and all the reports so they think that based on these reports and based on you know the programs they've watched on discovery channel they, they, <laughs> they, they've traveled they've been there you know and it's not true it's uh you know it's just they have an idea but they haven't been there it's like you know if you i think it was in the in the there's this scene in um, uh, in this movie, um, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is this scene that, you know, you can tell me. I mean, if I tell you love, you can read me all the poems. But if you have never been in love, <laughs> you don't know what I feel, right? And it's the same here. If you you know, if I say I don't know uh, Mediterranean. You can tell me all you can you have seen in the programs, but if you haven't felt the salty water of Mediterranean and you haven't been, you know, swimming in Mediterranean, you don't know what Mediterranean means, you know? So so it's 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 this kind of thing. And 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 uh yeah, it's hard to talk with these people a little bit because you know, this this is the theory that they have that they've built, you know, using whatever source of information they had, instead of really living the thing. Yeah, of course. Just being somewhere is is also not uh, not enough. But uh, you know, it, it also skews your your perspective. But it's 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 much more. Um, it affects you much more uh, emotionally when when some things are are patently untrue. Then yeah. it it takes just just one look to realize that it's not true. 
Right. Yeah, and um, uh, also uh, speaking of uh, remote work and the advantages is what we discussed in our company, in our team, that uh, very often what people do in our team is that they move. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like, this happens. is not something you know that happens in 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 in, in normal companies because like, okay, they move too. They move to the place where the headquarters. <laughs> um, yes. In our case, in our case, it's just the other way around. They realize, okay, I don't have to live in Warsaw, for example. Uh, I can live in my hometown for a while, uh, and because I just you know I'm just tired of the Warsaw. Like I just I want to live in my hometown. Like yeah. uh, the other day, I learned that one of our developers moved back to Warsaw, but I, I didn't even know that he moved back to Warsaw. Uh, ah. Yeah. Because it, because again, I didn't care. Like it, 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 it's his life. You know, I don't care where he is as long as the job is done. So, um, so it was like you know, within a half a year, I think seven people from our team were moving or, or planning to move. Mm. So it was like like a, this kind of strange situation, and um, and when we just hired a new person to uh, to do customer support in Spain, and for her the benefit of our work was exactly because she has to travel between Poland and Spain a lot. So mm. she said that this this kind of work suits her, her perfectly because she doesn't have to take the days off just like you said you know she can be traveling she can go to spain for a, for a few weeks she can go back to poland for a few weeks and she can move in poland for a few weeks like she can be anywhere as long as the job is done nobody cares where she is so yeah. uh, so this is this is uh, and, and and this was like for her the major benefit of this kind of work and uh, that's why you know, in 2018, I'm still so passionate about it and so annoyed about it that so so few companies are thinking like this. They're still thinking in terms of, we'll help you move your stuff so you can be closer to the office. <laughs> well, 2018, maybe. Must be willing life. to relocate to San Francisco area. Exactly. And sleep with the homeless. <laughs> okay, let's not go there. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, like, you know... Um, one uh, one hundred thousand uh, dollars a year at a minimum sounds good, but not good enough. Not good enough to live in San Francisco. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! Uh, you yeah. would hardly uh, like make ends meet. Yeah, and uh, like just the the human nature is that you you really quickly get used to whatever situation you're in, and so I I often. I noticed uh, myself and other people people at the company uh, forget how good and uh, unusual it is because well it's it's normal right everybody yeah. uh, every organization every company has its own problems its own uh, flaws its own things that it has to work out uh, its own things that that we get annoyed about and but it's a it's a matter of of scale and it's it's sometimes like. Uh, I forget or we forget how how good it is uh, the way we're structured to work remotely, and I, I focus on the things that are still broken. And then sometimes I have to like snap my snap myself back to reality and realize that, huh? If I'm if I'm annoyed about those things, that means you know things are pretty good <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. like every time I'm 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 talking with with friends, um, you know who. Many of them uh, are uh, still in, you know, still studying. So they have some jobs, but they're not sort of their dream jobs. They're just some job to get some money. Yeah. And I'm listening to to the problems they they have to deal with, and I have to remind myself that it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I have that also sometimes because um, you know 
and, and I, I, as you know me, I, my willingness to improve things is, is you know, is constant. I'm, I'm always thinking how <laughs> we can improve mm -hmm. things. Like, like whenever there is a problem, I'm already thinking how how to find a solution for that. So, um, so, so I also I always believe that our company can be better. We can do things better. We can improve things, and we can, can keep improving things. Um, uh, but sometimes when we have some discussions in the team. And people start complaining about some stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm also like you. I'm thinking, guys, seriously, <laughs> like, seriously, this is your problem. I mean, go ask anyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and how like sometimes like the way people phrase things is like um, they forget how, how how the real life is. You know. <laughs> so yeah. How, so. how broken most organizations are. Exactly. Like, just exactly. It, it it never ceases to amaze me. Like I'm, yes. I'm I'm serious. Like we're we keep talking about the same thing over and over, and people are 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 sick of it. But but I just every every week I hear some story, and I I can't believe that most organizations are as broken as as they are. Like just another day, I heard a story of uh, someone uh, being employed to do um, marketing on social media and she would uh, write, you know, do copywriting for like, yeah. you know, Facebook posts and all sorts of things. But of course, it has to go through, uh, you know, five or, or, or seven um, people, you know, stakeholders yes. that, that have to approve it. And, you know, uh, a layer of review is healthy because... She might be good at writing stuff, but she might miss stuff. Everybody yeah. makes mistakes, and she might not know everything about the the domain, about the company that that she works for. But of course, it it's not just a simple layer of review. What happens instead is that everybody has something to change. Everybody has something to cross off. Some work just doesn't feel right for everybody. And at the end of those that seven layer process. What you end up with is so bland and so boring and so different from the original product that she can't can't recognize it as her work, <laughs> right? And and this is and like it probably doesn't surprise most people listening to it because this is how this is how things work at at many at many places. I guess an advantage of me being a programmer is that like when you're doing something. Um, uh, very technical, or just in a in a in a medium that's that takes a lot of knowledge to even understand. Uh, you don't have people who don't do that messing with your work in a direct way. They, they can judge the effects of your work, but not your work itself. But every time you have something that's um, built on language, on words, or uh, like a, a web design, or like something that people can understand in 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 that medium, then. You know, people who know nothing about marketing, who know nothing about copywriting, who know nothing about web design or logo design, think they have, think they're entitled to have something to, to say, to to yes. have mm -hmm. a, uh, a a power to, to to change things. And also, they're the boss. So of, of of course, they like if if they want the logo to pop, the, the, the designer should make it pop. Yeah, the, the thing is, the thing is that, for example, what I what I realized, um, the dynamic we have in our team, it's so uh, sometimes it's, it's it's even a bit strange because because we are so used to getting stuff done <laughs> that we are really optimizing a lot. Like like yeah. the other day, 
I wanted to, to, to chat with one of the people I work with about something. But instead of that, I first put a comment in a task to them. And then I said, so maybe we can chat about it. But this person mm-hmm. um, didn't want to talk to me. Because they, they got the comment right. They said, hey, Michael, I get it. I'm, I'm going to fix this. No need to chat. And I was yeah. like, hmm. No need to chat. Like so, so like, of course it's fine. Like I was happy, but but you, you get it. I like we don't want to spend this additional, you know, layers or whatever on on this uh, because if if I know what I wanted her to do, she knew what I what what she, what I wanted her to do. That's it. She just will do it, and then she will report back to me, and that's it. So there is no need to chat. There is no need for additional status meeting or whatever kind of thing, because she gets it from the comment and she's fine. So, uh, and and I've seen that like recently, especially like over and over, like people because we are very busy, we have lots of things right now on our plate in Nosby, and we have a small team, so we are really optimizing in order not to have that many layers and not to have that many yeah. things. Uh, and, and we still and, have, and we, and we iterate. Uh, we're, yeah. we're just around the corner from doing another, um, from the directors doing another uh, quarterly review and and talking with everybody. But well, I guess when you call it quarterly review, it almost sounds corporate, but it's it's nothing. It's nothing but. Um, and it's a quarterly the, chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a quarterly chat. I guess last you know three months ago, we've made many improvements to it. Uh, and I guess um, as for optimizing and, and, and efficiency, I, I've, I really see that in in the way I schedule my my work and optimize for for deep work. We've mm-hmm. discussed this a couple of months ago on on the podcast, and I explained how I changed the way I, I plan the week to optimize for for deep work. And you know what? We'll have to redo this this episode. We'll, I want to record it again because I have more more ideas. And 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 seriously. Uh, like two two years ago or something, I, I did this experiment that I really tracked over the whole week how many hours were true deep work. And it was like 25%, 30%, mm-hmm. which was still honestly probably much more than uh, in, in an average organization. And and now I, I can often get to 50, more than you know, 50, 60% of, of real deep work in, in a week. And I'm, wow. I'm still dissatisfied. <laughs> and, and that's 50, 60% while I have more more and more um, responsibilities uh, except for, for programming. So I have to squeeze in everything else even more. Uh, but but it, it's doable. And on, on the organization level, it, it's also uh, what you mentioned is, is really what's really, really important and, and what we, we want to preach to everybody is that Working remotely is a paradigm. You you can't just add working remotely. It's connected to everything, yes. uh, w- which is why it's so hard for companies to change because you you can't just allow some things to uh, allow some people to work remotely some of the time. It, it's not going to work super well. Uh, and so one one of the things that are necessary for it to really work is to learn how to communicate asynchronously because if you have a lot of meetings, it's not going to work. Exactly. Uh, and and really, uh, that's also what allows me to to, to travel uh, nomadically a lot. Is that we don't have a lot of meetings, and the ones we do can often be arranged to be moved around. So uh, doing meetings while on the go 
is still possible. I mean, that's not a big deal, but it's less convenient because you have to schedule to be at a specific time, a specific day, whereas my plan is very variable. And so what we what we do, me and you, with uh, with recording of the podcast is we, these days we usually record two at a time on one day and we move it around in the calendar to avoid my travel and your travel. Uh, this way I don't have to pack recording gear. I don't have to make sure I'm in a, in a spot with good connection. Like none of those problems exist and it's not a big deal, right? Or we often skip design fight and do it every uh, other week. Or uh, when there's some call I have to schedule with, with someone, I'm like, you know what, can we move around some tasks so that we do it on the Monday? And usually it's not mm-hmm. a problem. And this way I can sort of clear my week so that it's much easier. It's e- even easier to to travel uh, while working remotely. Yeah, completely. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing. So uh, we really keep optimizing for that. And, and this is really uh, what, what uh, as you said, um, having everything ready to be working remotely it's, it's it's so important i can see that you know and when my my wife she works on a big organization they let her work from home from time to time and i see how awkward it gets like mm-hmm. she cannot like attend a meeting because of course she would have to be there and then um, the the access to the computers sometimes works sometimes it's broken or whatever like it's it's not set up for success um and it's not set up for for like it's it's the same as you want to be ipad only but you don't you know you don't really set up your tools and your workflows for ah, that yeah it's it's very Personal. similar situation you have to you know really be full in to be able to 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 experience the benefits and the same is here our company is set up to be remote remote so so every as you men, as you mentioned our our way of working asynchronous way of working comments and tasks in nosby uh, the meetings zoom like all these things are set up for success so we can really work from anywhere you know and and, and Especially, I think Zoom was a game changer as far as far as video conferencing that you can really dial in from any you know mobile phone and then and and it just works and the connection is good. Ah, because so, because we have we have uh, the the point here is that we have channels, so there are some exactly. recurring things like design fight, like the podcast, like the directors meeting, the marketing meeting, uh, and they have just pre-assigned channels, and so you can make shortcuts for them, and we like automated through workflow and, and stuff yes. and you made some uh, website with scripts so that you like click one button and you are in a ch- specific channel exactly so 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 we like the barrier of entry is very low and and it always works you know instead of you know i remember us calling via skype and somebody was dropping the call and we would have to call again so the like the whole setup and the, and the first greetings were like can you hear me can you hear me <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. so um so so this is like the setup is is, is made for that well, what I wonder about is how do we how do we teach that? Because we we are in a position where we feel like we we really want to show others that it can be done yeah. and how it can be done. We we do take advantage of it. So for us, it's obvious. For others, it seems impossible. And what it does, it it gives an opportunity to us. You know, other. Yeah. The, the the more broken other organizations are, the more chance we have of actually finding a niche in the industry and having a, a good business that can pay our, our salaries. And you know, the, the larger the organization is, the 
the stronger they are, but also the, the slower and more broken uh, it gets. So it's an opportunity for us, but we also want to teach it because it just pains us so much to, to, to see the brokenness. Um, and it, it can be a really great marketing uh, tool for us, for, for, for Nosby, to, to show that it's not just an app, but there's so much you can learn from us about productivity in general. Uh, yeah. But it's so hard because it's a paradigm, because it's not just one thing, because it's a hundred things connected together, and it's it's so hard. Like how how do we how do we get around to explaining it to people when you can't just make one step, but you have to change a lot of things at the same time? Like actually, uh, just yesterday I I was talking with, with a friend about um, uh, complaining. Uh, uh, what we discussed not that long ago, uh, ago uh, talking about um, the the education system, the, the schooling system, and how broken yeah. it is, and it, it, it's a similar similar feeling. A lot of uh, parallels to what we were d- discussing. Uh, the the thing about the the the, f- the friend who's who's a marketer. Um, well, it, it's the same thing with the education system. One of the reasons why all of what's taught is so boring is that everything that was that's not boring has been cut out because for someone it was controversial and it had to go out. And so yes. anything that is taught, like like by definition, if the process of, fig- of, of, of figuring out what's the material that, that kids need to learn is governed by the process where there's a, a long, large committee and everybody can pretty much veto something they don't like, by definition, what you get is an extraction of the most boring and bland things that don't matter. Because everything yeah. that does has been controversial to someone, and and also like the reason why it it can't be just changed, why it it's so broken, it's so broken everywhere, is because it's a paradigm. Because you, it, it's not as simple as oh, let's let's give kids iPads, right? Like it, yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. You have to like b- break everything and start from scratch and like completely change your mindset about what education is, what's it its purpose and and start from scratch from the assumptions of the 21st century and not the industrial revolution but because yes. it's a paradigm it's so hard to change yeah yeah one of my ideas was as as, as we already discussed this this is to finally write a freaking no office book but it's it's i don't have time for that right now i mean i'm so busy yeah. with with work that i don't have time for that i mean this is why we do the podcast so at least i, I can share some of it and i can you know like with you um uh, discuss these uh, uh, concepts but at some point we will have to because you know even though there are like other companies bigger companies like for example automatic so mm-hmm. the makers of wordpress they also work remotely uh, buffer they, they 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 also work remotely so there are a few other companies that are also teaching that and which is really good which is really cool but we are just like we are all unicorns still in this like and this mm. is this is unbelievable like i remember Really, I remember vividly when we were talking about TGIF and TGIF, you know, how we implemented it. And, you know, we've been doing it for one year and a half, Radek. So for one Mm. year and a half, we're doing TGIF. And we haven't, you know, we haven't changed the policy. And and we don't want to change the policy, actually. So... um, But I remember when I was... One of the journalists was, was interviewing me for that. He was attacking me. Like, I'm an idiot. Letting people decide what to do on Friday. And, 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 you know, like, like, it... It, it it hurt me, you know, that he would you know, treat me like an like think of me as an idiot. Like I don't care what the guy thinks, but like but but the assumption was that you know if I'm doing something different, controversial, mm-hmm. but good for the people, you know, that they will take advantage of me, you know, and I will be the the loser, 
in this in this thing. So, um, and I don't think you are taking advantage of me. And it, I think it's completely the opposite. We've been doing it for one and a half years, and I feel like we still haven't figured it out how to take advantage of, of the of, opportunity of. to learn and do other things. Exactly. Like, we are still our Fridays are still crap. If you like, like, like our Fridays are still not ideal as as we we we, we hope they would be. So we have still lots, lots to learn there. Yeah, we, we we still haven't figured it out. So it's like. The, uh, it's it's like completely opposite of of what the journalists thought the, the danger is. The danger is is that is that no one cares. That's exactly. overstating it. But 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 the point is that uh, we're not really even using the opportunity, even though it's 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 policy, and we still haven't figured mm. out how to how to make it part of the culture, right? Yes, like it, yes. I, I didn't, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and, um, and and I've been sort of there with 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 you trying to figure out what it should be. Yeah, but the, I mean, the good things, for example, the good thing is that that really like every time people post on Slack that they have done a weekly review, I'm happy. And when I review oh, the tasks and I do my true. weekly review, that's true. I'm really happy. I can see that the tasks disappear. I can see they're updated. Updated. It's it's so cool. This is so good. And yeah, but uh, like really, in grand, grand scheme of things, well. It brings me a little bit to the subject that I wanted to share today, uh, which like a little bit because like the good thing that we have, and this is something that I said, you know, I keep improving, but I keep improving because whenever we do something wrong, I take the blame for it. I think it's my fault. Mm-hmm. So, so, and this assumption, this is my fault, uh, doesn't wear me down. It, 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 it helps me own this, and when by owning this. I can make it better. I can change it, you know. And and in in the society, and and I think this is also one of the reasons why people complain so much and whatever, because people don't own their stuff. Mm. Oh, or speaking it American, they don't own their shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the problem is people are um, because again people are not empowered to change or they feel they're not empowered to change or the processes in the companies or in the teams are, are done so that they don't feel that they, they, they should be changing things and I think one of the cha- one of the difference in our company is the fact that w- I hope m- we are all you know empowered to change because we are empowered to question things we are empowered to 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 you know to be complaining in order to improve so uh, so you know so in 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 like and and even then if, if even if other people make mistakes in my company, I still own the mistake. I still, you know, the buck stops with me, so it's my fault. And and uh, and this really, this this kind of owning this is for me liberating because it gives me the power, the 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 the, the, the force and the passion to change it because I don't want to see this mistake ever again. So instead of blaming this on, on somebody, I blame it on myself, and I'm like, okay, Michael, you screwed up. What what do you do? You know, and, and 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 I think this is the kind of mindset that people should be having. Yeah, because uh, this is something that I don't get why people don't don't get. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's healthy because well, it's healthy unless you make it un- unhealthy. Like if of if, course. if you take the plane but but you take it emotionally, then it's not yeah. healthy. And but, you want to do seppuku because of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's. That that that's stupid, and like even if if it is your fault, it's stupid because the feeling of 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 guilt is is not is not constructive. It's not it's never helpful. That doesn't help you you change. Um, but 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 the point is that 
if you take the blame, then by definition, by assuming it's 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 your fault and you you could have done something to prevent it, you are giving yourself agency to to do something about it. You give right? yourself power because mm-hmm. if it's someone else's fault, then there's nothing you can do about it. If it's your fault, whether or not you actually caused it, then you can do something about it. It's a simple as that because even if you didn't do it directly uh maybe you can think of a way to prevent it in the future maybe you could have exactly and it, it's not that that you should you know feel feel guilty for it it's that you you should uh, prevent it from happening again but 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 you, you could have created then yeah you you, you could have made the system so that it could never happen you you, you could have you know had whatever like it, it really like it applies to to any situation uh, usually there is some way in which it could have been prevented and and if you if you decide that it's it, it, that the bug stops with you then you have power to do something about it even if indirectly even if it's if it's not actually sort of your department you can you can think of a, a solution and and suggest it and and it's going to be implemented because well hopefully uh, because you've just given someone a a solution to to prevent it from from happening, right? And I I, I guess it's I guess it also ties nicely to to another thing we've 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 mentioned about about the paradigms that uh, because people like paradigms don't change because people don't don't think like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Paradigms happen in complex systems, okay? In in big complex systems with a lot of parts and a lot of people. And if 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 it's a paradigm, and so to be changed, like everything has to be ripped out and, and changed, then everybody has to, you know, do their part because no one person can overthrow such a complex system. And if yes. everybody thinks they they don't have the power to do anything about it, that it's it's not just outside their. Um, their power, their authority, but but even like yeah. the 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 bosses think that it's outside anybody's authority because it's impossible. Then right. it's just never going to happen, right? But if you if you decide that it's it's your fault, then you decide that something can be done about it, right? Yeah, and and as you said for for us it's obvious but for many people it's not like the the obvious thing is the the, the other thing you know is the is, is 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 blaming on everyone else because you think it it it, it takes you off the hook hmm. and for me what good does it bring me if it brings me off the fo- if it takes me off the hook if i can don't do anything about it and if it's going to happen again you yeah. know i don't want this happen again or, or not at least, you know, soon. So, so then I think, uh, then, then I prefer to take the blame and to take the, the the opportunity to find a way to prevent it or to you know fix it or whatever. Yeah, that is really strange for me because, like, why would you prefer to feel angry with someone that that they've done it? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that it's not your fault. It it's not a fun feeling to be angry with with someone for for screwing up. Like, exactly it's not why, fun why, why do this to yourself <laughs> yeah exactly why do this I, to I, yourself I, I, I don't understand it I just don't 
All right, uh, we we've started this this long windy rambly uh, episode about you know one hundred different things, but we well we've talked about one hundred different things, but we've started with with travel. So um, let's let's end with an unrelated thought about uh, nomadic travel that I I didn't fit in last episode. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is that I forgot to mention one last thing that uh, that really makes it much easier. To, to travel uh, and, uh-huh. and to uh, to do it easily and to do it often, which is that uh, when you don't do it often, then everything is stressful because you haven't gone through it. But and it's not just over time it gets easier, but that like sometimes you just have some sort of crazy insane adventure, mm-hmm. and it 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 immunizes you, it desensitizes you. Like that time um, in twenty fourteen when I was robbed in uh, san francisco right mm-hmm. uh that was really scary and i had to I remember yeah and i had to go to a different city to get a new passport I had to figure out how to be able to fly back home later uh I had to figure out how to get by when i didn't have my phone when i didn't have my passport it's really tricky it was really difficult and i i dealt with it and i you know enlisted people that helped me you helped me and but, but but the point is that in the end i was fine right yep like it, it was it was so hard so difficult so many things had to went wrong and I had to uh, go right but in the end i was fine and and when you go through something like that like that story i, I would i would not uh, wish on on anybody but but the point is that you know most people have have some uh, insane story like that in in their in their life, like getting mugged in San Francisco, uh-huh. and and when it it happens anyway, um, then well, some people might not have as constructive um, response to it as I did, but but for me, after getting over it, it it really it really made me stronger because because I know that if I dealt with that. Pfft, you know, everything is easy. Everything is not yeah. a big deal by comparison. Uh, or even, you know, not as insane things, but like last year, uh, the the logistics required to go to WWDC and to visit Florida and Kennedy Space Center and all the lo- logistics required to do the Panama trip uh, uh, last year, that was, <laughs> that was a lot. That was really stressful. Uh, but now it, I would you know, doing something similar would not be very stressful because you have the confidence that if you've dealt with it once, you can do it again. So, yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But, you know, as uh, if you live through these experiences, as you mentioned, they make you stronger and they make you, as you said, more immune. And, but also, um, yeah, gives you perspective on things mm. in life and on what's really important and what's really annoying, you know. Mm. That, yes, that things that you know are not that anno- are a bit annoying are not that annoying don't really matter. <laughs>